AP exams are just one part of the college admissions process. For more resources to help you on your journey, visit our partner at captest.com podcast. Hello. In this episode of Barron's AP World History Podcast, we'll be looking at the economic systems, social interactions, and environmental impacts between the years 1450 and 1750. Let's kick it off with a short review. During this time, European states colonized Asia, Africa, and North and South America. Their global empires saw goods and people travel around the world like never before, and often with negative consequences. Mercantilism was the dominant economic system of this time. The state controlled economic activity, and colonies were understood as sources of raw materials and markets for finished goods. However, this period also saw the rise of capitalism as an economic system. Peasant labor and coerced labor became more and more burdensome to the laborers as economies came to rely on cash crop agriculture and systems of serfdom. Peasant uprisings in Germany, the Salali revolts in the Ottoman Empire, and Cossack and serf riots in Russia all shook the foundations of their various states. Even the Ming dynasty in China was brought down by a peasant war. Probably the most dramatic development of the era was the European campaign to explore and colonize the rest of the world. Europeans were driven by scientific curiosity, the quest for power, the hope of spreading Christianity, and a desire for wealth. Explorers like Christopher Columbus, Vasco da Gama, and Ferdinand Magellan sailed during this time. It was also during this time that the New World was discovered by Europeans, and a triangular Atlantic trade system emerged between Europe, Africa, and the Americas. The transmission of food, animals, products, disease, and people between these three geographic areas was even given a special name. Do you remember what it was called? If you said the Colombian Exchange, you're right. New opportunities for trade between these regions had many economic, social, political, and environmental effects, both positive and negative. Can you think of some good things that came from this new network of communication and exchange? Here are a few of the positive impacts. The importation of corn, potatoes, and manioc from the Americas dramatically improved the diets and altered agricultural practices of Europe, Africa, and eventually Asia. Europeans and Africans brought horses, pigs, and cattle to the Americas, which increased the supply of meat and milk there. Afro-Eurasian crops transplanted to the Americas included sugarcane, coffee, cotton, okra, and rice, many of which became cash crops. Now take a moment to consider the negative consequences of the Columbian Exchange. What did you come up with? Here are a few. The Europeans introduced plantation agriculture and the cultivation of cash crops like sugar and tobacco to the Americas. This radically altered North and South American ecosystems, resulting in soil depletion, deforestation, and water shortages. Diseases from Europe and Africa like smallpox, malaria, measles, cholera, and influenza were transmitted, killing at least 50% of indigenous Americans. Human migration occurred on a level like never before. 
with enslaved people being transported to work in American colonies and European colonizers coming to live in the colonies. Let's shift focus to women's rights during this period. During the years 1450 to 1750, women remained secondary in social status to men, but there were some changes to their autonomy. Take some time to think about how women's lives changed around the world during this period. Women's rights and the roles they played varied greatly from one region to another. For example, individual women of middle and higher classes in Europe attained some level of education, were involved in businesses, and could sometimes exercise control over marriage, divorce, and childbearing. Some countries had women leaders, like Spain's Queen Isabella and Russia's Catherine the Great. In the Ottoman Empire, royal women exercised political influence in the harem, but were secluded from public life. In India, Muslim women had more rights than Hindu women, being removed from the caste system and the burning practice of sati, which is the burning of Hindu widows on their husbands' funeral pyres. Matrilineal societies continued in Africa, including the famous example of Queen Nzinga of Angola, but the spread of Islam into the region changed women's rights. Remember to think like a historian by connecting these changes in women's rights and roles to their possible causes and effects. The major events that occurred during this time are all important for contextualizing rapid social changes, so keep them in mind when you're making your arguments. In the next episode, we'll look at a short answer question on this time period. So while it's fresh in your mind, head on over there now. See you soon. Bye.